the halls of a schoolhouse. Hearing the sounds of children talking, laughing, running, and playing all seem fairly normal, until you remember you're in a 130-year-old building that hasn't held a class in almost 30 years. We're not quite sure why these spirits have decided to linger, but we do know this. You should probably watch where you're going as the children play in the halls, stay out of the way of the principal as he paces around his office, and never get on the janitor's bad side. Or his boiler room may be the last room you see in Broadhead Manor. Hello, you are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. I'm Megan. Featuring Megan's nose <laughs> right across the microphone. Whoops-a-daisy. Uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> Why does it feel like it's been a while for some reason? It's not. No, it really hasn't. We're just, I don't know. I feel like we're doing it in the daytime usually we do this like when it's darker i don't know i'm making excuses (laughs) i don't know um what's going on in the world i usually do this in the other podcast so i feel like i have to but um uh oh we were gonna do housekeeping stuff before we got into the episode because we didn't trust ourselves to say to the the end end of the episode because we forget everything i barely made it five minutes in and i'm already like what uh, are we doing we just (laughs) spoke before we hit record yes uh first things first it is September when you're hearing the September 21st, 21st, uh-huh. and uh, so we're like, I don't know, almost a month off. We just had our, th- we mentioned it, I think, at the end of the last episode, possibly. I think it was a Patreon episode because we oh, haven't mentioned true. it. Uh, yeah. We definitely missed our three year anniversary. <laughs> it's been three years, which, huh? Yeah. Huh? What? What the heck? I don't know. Uh, so, whoops-a-daisy. Time sure does fly. Uh, instead, <laughs> we've decided maybe we'll come up with like a little a little something-something for you uh, when we get to the end of the, you know, alphabet, alphabet the state's alphabet, which, which is, is coming up. Like the fast. next episode, I think, is the last one. Yeah, it would be. Crazy. Bro. And anyway. I mentioned... I see it. (laughs) Dang fly swatter. Oh, no. We're not stopping this. (laughs) Anyway, uh, speaking of Patreon, I did just release a new episode recently. You could go check that out if you're a donor. If you're not, go to our Patreon. You can find it on our website linked there or just search or so they say on Patreon. And you can find all sorts of exclusive extra content, extra episodes. Um, this one was a little dark, be yeah. warned. Um, I mean, it's true crime. Megan's stuff is true crime. So mm-hmm. it's going to it's gonna dabble in that. But this one is still fresh. It's a little yeah. yucky. I feel like... So if any of you are familiar with uh, Lacey Fletcher yeah. from... Louisiana. Yes. And she was found on her couch in her parents' house. I won't say much more. I was going to say, a lot of people, when I, I was talking to them about it, I said, do you know about Lacey Fletcher? They're like, eh. I said, on her couch. And they're like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that story. I covered that. And uh, boy, is it not fun. <laughs> it is yucky. Yeah. Which, uh, this is not related to the podcast at all, but speaking of true crime stuff, just as like a little whatever we're not doing mm-hmm. anything about it 
Now, oh. I yeah, you know what I'm talking about yes. now. This is still a very active case. Uh, case. So we're not, we really want to talk about it, but it feels weird to talk about it, especially when there are so many unanswered questions. Yeah. So many. Like we don't even, we could talk about it all day, but without a lot of detail. Um, but for a lot of our listeners are probably in Indiana or the surrounding area. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Delphi murders. Yes. Just happened how long ago? It's already it's been, been like six years, six what? or seven years. Seriously? Please believe, dude. Oh. It happened on February 14th. I know it was Valentine's Day, but I can't remember the I really said this year. is fresh, fresh still. It's not. <clears throat> no. That's just how long it's taking for them to get down to the... I don't know. I'm not even... See, this is why we have to have a conversation about it sometime. But like... Here, when in it's just, America, 2017. I just can't. I don't know. Everybody was all up in arms about this. It's now a national thing. And yeah. it's still taken us six years to get anywhere. I guess, I don't know. You hear about old cases on like Unsolved Mysteries or Forensic Files or whatever. And, and yeah. it's like uh, 20 years later, I'm like, oh, finally. But like to be here in the moment and be like, it's been six years and we have nobody yet is not really definitively. Mm-hmm. Um it's very frustrating to watch this happen in real time. And I don't know why I felt so close to the case from the beginning. We do have some family in Delphi. It's a smaller town in Indiana. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. I've just been, I followed it from the very beginning. And I don't know, it just hits really close. Because the way it described, like the park they went to, and there's a trestle, I can myself like we were there picture myself at you know like mill dam has a trestle there was a trestle down from my grandma's house that we would play at and i can just picture that you know it's all very vivid. like we did that stuff all the time so like yeah at that age yeah um but i don't know it's just there have been some um updates i guess on that case kind of yes. we're still not going to talk about it because it's it's kind of out there, uh, and we just want more information. Everybody wants more information, so for Pete's sake, hurry. Yeah. Um, but just keep that on your radar for another six years, I guess. I will cover it eventually. I mean, the guy's supposed to go, the guy they have in custody is supposed to go to trial in January of 24. We'll see. We will see. Yeah. I hopefully, fingers crossed, but we're not here for any of that. No. Uh, if you want to hear stuff like that, though, check out the Patreon. Like Megan said, even just a doll hair will do. Yeah, yeah. It starts so. at a, a whole dollar a month. Like you won't miss that dollar. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're here for ghosties. Wow. I have to mm-hmm. not now. You're gonna burp already? My God. Well, like I said, we're close to the end of the alphabet because we are in Wisconsin, uh, which both of us have been to yes. Wisconsin. Yeah. So there's I've that. only been once. Same. I uh, was in, oh my God, Milwaukee. I don't remember where I was in Wisconsin, I'll be honest. Uh, I have no idea. Wherever the Pioneer Drum and Bugle Corps is. Oh, okay. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> up there. Well, we're like barely in Wisconsin, okay? This is like on the edge of Wisconsin and Illinois. That's all right. We're in Broadhead, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Not spelled like you would ever spell broadhead. I think that's how you pronounce I don't I'm pretty sure it, it is. would it be broodhead? That sounds weird. Oh, I said broadhead, but that sounds weird. It sounds like Yeah. Okay. The obvious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh sounds like broadhead. <laughs> yeah. With the bros. Oh, oh god. Yuck. Lord. <laughs> okay. 
let me go ahead. I'll give you, I'm giving you the uh, background on the city and the place. So first things first, let's get into some demographics, shall we? Yes. All right. And I didn't get too deep. I know we've like getting hot and heavy into the, like the pay rate and stuff it sucks we know it sucks yeah i didn't grab it on this one just 70 cents on the dollar now probably less we get it i did notice though at world data the website it shows like who the senators are and what their party is they have one republican and one democratic senator wow weird i mean not it's a little weird i don't know know. listen i'm not (laughs) gonna sit here and act like i know politics i just know what i believe usually the two people you see are the same party so this is the first state that we since we started using world data or whatever it's called that world I population review no no it geez. was like data.io.us blah 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 Something. i don't know i'm mm-hmm. making that up okay so the numbers i'm pulling i saw that data the data website had some world population had some that was uh, allegedly more up to date like 2023 but i don't know mm-hmm. so this is anywhere from 2022 to 2023 numbers Population of Broadhead is 3,211. Oh, right. Small town. The median age is 39.8 years old. Okay. With males, hold on here, but males being 32. Oh. That means females. Oh, yeah, because they're usually younger. (laughs) Females are (laughs) 46.4. Go get them, tiger. (laughs) (laughs) The median household income is 52,143. Okay. The medium median home cost now this was depending on which website you looked at always this is the one that's never consistent had like a hundred thousand dollar discrepancy between websites doesn't so it's anywhere from two hundred and forty thousand to three hundred twenty seven thousand okay but the median rental cost and this was any only a hundred dollars difference from most websites i saw for a one bedroom is seven hundred dollars you're renting in Broadhead is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, because the poverty rate in Broadhead is um, 19.55%. Not the worst. That is not the best. Not great. The racial breakdown of this town, if you can imagine, is... As nine- white as the cheese. <laughs> 96.5% white. Okay. White Hispanic is 4.49%. Other Hispanic... 0.8% and it's like less than a percent after that Asian is 0.5 two or more is 0.4 and so on yeah so this is uh this information I actually pulled from Broadhead's website about like who is she what does she have to offer it says that Broadhead is a small community surrounded by a lot of wonderful things some of which are the 18-hole golf course at Decatur Lake Country Club. Okay, Decatur is in Illinois. <laughs> the 23-mile Sugar River State Trail. There's biking, hiking, cross-country skiing, and snowmobiling. Okay. Three full-service banks. <laughs> That's one of the, like, yes. uh, attractions. Revitalized downtown area. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Many stores to shop at. A new high school in 1996. <laughs> oh. A remodeled middle school in 1996. Wonderful. They got some money in 96. Remodeled elementary school in 1990. A new fire department in 1994. A new city. I don't know if they understand what the definition of new is. <laughs> I Maybe. I mean, or maybe. Or what's they... the cutoff? Because that's like 30 years. We're talking 30 plus years. 
That's true. <laughs> so, we're still new. Me and you are still new. Yeah, that's I'm brand spanking new. Right out of the Me box. and Jordan are like yeah. in the same. <laughs> the bracket. Uh, they had a new city hall in 1999 and the Broadhead Historical Society preserving and the, yeah, preserving history through the Depot Museum. It sounds like, like when people are trying to sell a home, they're like, it's got uh, updated roof, updated, you know, heating and cooling mm-hmm. and updated plumbing back in 2007. And it's like, okay. <laughs> and 2007 seems like just a couple years ago. No. 16 years ago. 16. Like, I don't know. It's just funny to me. That's all. The city has experienced growth in the TIF district, which I did not look that up, which adds to two stable industrial businesses. Two, count them. Wow. (laughs) Broadhead is a great community with wonderful people who have a focus on progress. (laughs) Broadhead is the southern entrance to the 23-mile bike trail that leads to New Glarus. One of the many delights along the trail is the national award-winning Clarence Covered Bridge replica constructed by Broadhead Jaycees. Just a just a replica, not the real one. Mm-hmm. Broadhead is a small city set in the rolling green countryside of southern Wisconsin near the Illinois border. That sounds like nice. Kissing that border. The community of 3200 is the one that is progressive, is one that is progressive, yet one that doesn't want to forget its strong ties to history. Okay, that's towing a scary line, Uh, but okay. (laughs) What kind of history are we talking? Yeah. Broadhead, Wisconsin was incorporated in the year 1891, so she's got some history. Okay, all right. For those wishing to get away from the urban rat race, Broadhead (laughs) has much to offer, It is conveniently located within a two-hour drive of Chicago, within 40 minutes of Madison, and 90 minutes from Milwaukee, and one hour from Rockford. I'm pretty sure it was Madison. This is where I went. Oh, okay. That sounded... It's 40 minutes from there. Oh, right. I could have gone. Yep. Escaping to Broadhead is guaranteed to be relaxing and a decision you won't regret. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. The Sugar River Bike Trail, a go-kart racetrack public swimming pool, and an 18-hole golf course offer visitors many recreational activities. Other fun sports include a historical railroad depot museum, two campgrounds, and relaxing picnic sites. The Sugar River also allows visitors to enjoy canoeing and fishing. Honestly, they kind of reiterated a lot of their attractions. (laughs) So we have these five things Things, including go open a new savings account (laughs) one of our three operating banks two two operating banks (laughs) oh it was three that's right three operating banks (laughs) um also i was listening that entire time but but why i know there's a but well because like this is stupid my mind goes weird places and you said like the the rap the yeah, the rat race, race to like, escape where, the urban rat race. So where do phrases like this get? You ever hear something and you're like, where is that? Where does that come from? Like, you want the origin right now? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look it up right now, but I want to know. Oh, I thought you did. No, I've just been sitting here. I wasn't watching you. I was looking at my notes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's just one of those buzz phrases you said. And I was like, where'd that come from? So yeah. I was just curious about why. I've thought about doing a twin tangent on that. Remember, we've talked about this before, different uh, phrases and things like that, where they come from. Why are you laughing? <laughs> you know I'm laughing. Oh, okay. I can't. I can't. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, I, we have discussed that. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe one, one day. day. <sighs> yep. Sorry. There it is. There it is. We covered twin telepathy already. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> so. can't do that again. 
All right, so now we're here at the location. There's not much in Broadhead. They've already explained this. So <laughs> what we're going to be covering today. Uh, I saw it called a couple different names, which we'll get into the history of why it goes by a couple different names. Mm-hmm. But I think it's proper name is the Broadhead Manor. Yeah, I think so. That's what I landed on. If you've got something else, then like Broadhead High School, Middle School, maybe? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I The Manor sounds good to me. Okay, <laughs> we'll stick with that. So this information I got from hauntedus.com, it was very informative. I was glad. So the history behind the manor. It says, for many years, education in Broadhead was managed by a network of small schoolhouses. In 1896, so that was, what did we say, like five years after it was founded? Yes. Uh, Yeah, it was founded in 1891. The town invested $14,000 to build a single four-room schoolhouse to serve the community. Which, as we know, is probably a lot of money It's a good chunk of change. Yeah. While a major advancement in local education, the small building was quickly outgrown by the demand for childhood education. In 1907, so 11 years later, a much larger brick school was built on the site of the four-room schoolhouse, becoming Broadhead School for kindergarten to the end of high school. That was the full name of it? No. Oh, I was <laughs> no. like, what a weird name. No, no. That, it was just saying it, it, it taught grades kindergarten through high school. My God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 1907 schoolhouse brought many new luxuries to the local learning experience, including laboratory facilities, well-kept playground spaces, skill training courses, and a special agricultural program. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I teach kids real life skills in school. I'm here for that. Yeah. Throughout the new school year, school's early years, it was led by Principal Carl T. Fister. Fisterer? That is two R E R E R. That sucks. That's unfortunate. Who did that? It's P F I S T E R E R. Principal Carl, who would remain at the head of local education for decades afterwards and oversaw the Broadhead School's continued success throughout the early 1900s. By the mid-1930s, even the large brick schoolhouse built in 1907 was no longer adequate to meet the needs of Broadhead school children. Stop having children. I say, y'all are just like (laughs) multiplying there. A large addition was built onto the building, nearly doubling its size to 60,000 square feet. This is a town of 3,000. I can't imagine the population was much larger at the time. Well, it makes me wonder how, like, big... I need comparison. Like, how big was our high school? Keep talking. Okay. Uh, Completed in 1939, the addition included a large library, an expansive gymnasium, and numerous additional classroom spaces. The expansion allowed the school building to continue to serve as the community's only school for over two more decades. By 1960, I don't spend too much time looking it up. I'm I'm just confused. How big is... Okay, what? Just give me a... God! It says right now, I don't know what year this was written, but 1,575 students for our high school. Mm-hmm. But when I looked up, it says about Terre Haute North, and this is from Vigo County Schools website. It says that the area covers 403 square miles, 
with a population of 105,000. So just they're just talking about North Carolina. And I'm like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> yeah. Dummy. Okay. Moving on. In ni- by 1960, Broadhead. Oh, uh, well, yes. it, sorry. It is situated on a 70 acre campus. Okay. So she's sizable. They don't want to give me the square footage. Don't know why. I'm hmm. a little annoyed. <laughs> Okay, I'll stop, I guess. Are you ready to pay attention? Three, two, about our staff, yes. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Hmm. (laughs) My phone is down. By 1960, Broadhead had grown too much for a single school to support, and a new separate high school was dedicated on November 13th of that year. The old red brick school stayed open, now as Broadhead Middle School. Mm Mm-hmm. The building continued to educate children up until ninth grade for over 35 more years until finally being replaced by a modern middle school building in the mid-1990s. That would be the 1996 brand new. (laughs) The old school building finally closed for good in 1996 and stayed abandoned for over 20 years. What a a lifetime, honestly. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until 2018 when a plan for the old school actually came to fruition. A haunted house called Broadhead Manor. I mean, what else do you do? (laughs) It was going to be a spirit Halloween if they didn't hurry up. In the years since 2018, the Broadhead Manor haunted house has continually grown each year and the building's ghostly lore has grown alongside it. So I was worried coming across this because I'm like... I there okay I'll just finish off my last couple sentences <laughs> okay. for claims of paranormal encounters during remodeling to real spooky experiences from haunted house attendees Broadhead Manor has quickly developed a name for itself as Southern Wisconsin's most haunted haunted house <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah when I first saw this I was like all right but then I saw it was an actual haunted house and I said oh no because as far as the history goes, obviously I didn't get like too deep into it about like what happened in the school, but um, like if they were, you know, if they were down with spankings and things like that and stuff, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what would make it haunted, honestly, unless it's the grounds. I mean, isn't it always the grounds? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I have to go off of right now. Well, you know what? I'm going to talk about it a little bit, I guess. I oh, guess okay. so. And wouldn't you know it, my information is also coming from hauntedus.com or haunted us, but I'm guessing <laughs> haunted us because the US is situated in a place where it looks like the flag. Oh, you're so, right. You're right. I'm guessing I'm using my context clues here. That's what you do, people. You read the room. Use your context clues. This is not really, this is not pointed at anything. No. (laughs) Jesus. I don't know. I feel like I just recently had this conversation, though, where it's like, people just need to not be dum-dums. I don't know how to, just read the room. Give (laughs) yourself, like, think, give yourself 10 seconds, 10 solid seconds before you say something out loud. (laughs) Pretty much. I don't know. Really think about what's about to come out of your mouth. Yeah, no, I just don't know. People act clueless about things. I'm like, don't be dumb. And it's like 10 seconds is a long time. Yeah, in that 10 seconds, you can like, beep, 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 take it back and say, you know what? That was going to be really stupid of me to say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, anyway, hauntedus.com says, uh, first of all, I like. I also like this website because it gives like, not only like a bullet point list of 
hauntings, stuff. but it's like with little visuals, like mm-hmm. cute. Wow. Okay. It's a very well put together website. I know. Good for you guys. I like you need this. to reach out to somebody. Like, <laughs> the first one says, so it's paranormal encounters at Broadhead Manor. It says the ghost of a little girl report, reportedly rolls a ball around the gym. And it's reported. Little, reportedly. <laughs> uh, and it has a little hand next to it. So you she uses your hands. Cute. Cute. Um, the next one is like a little outline of a person. It says apparitions. Wow. That's all. I'm not going to do that for everyone. Oh, good. I just I'm glad. Because <laughs> there's like a dozen there. No. Yeah, there are. Uh, so they say there's the ghost of a little girl reportedly rolling a ball around the gym. <laughs> apparitions have been seen in the second floor corridor. Loud footsteps have been reported around the former principal's office. Uh, a spirit in the band room is said to roll tennis balls around the floor. All right. Um, oh, reports of intense negative feelings in the boiler room are common. We love a good boiler. <sighs> it's always the boiler room. Uh... Ashmore. Um, pee and poop. I keep looking away <laughs> and losing my spot. Uh, visitors to the third floor have heard loud whispers in their ears only to find no one near them. People have claimed to be pushed around the janitor's workshop. EMF anomalies have been noted in the cafeteria and band room. And potential EVPs have been collected by past investigators. Whoa. Uh, Let's see. From schooling to scaring. History of Broadhead Mm -hmm. Manor. Uh, In the sleepy Wisconsin town of Broadhead. Do you write all this? Did you read this? Am I dumb? No. No. They just all, it's just a one note place, I guess. Okay. Anyway, in the sleepy Wisconsin town of Broadhead, not much stands out, but despite its unassuming persona, some folks think the whole area is haunted. From mysterious burial mounds, paranormal steakhouses, and playgrounds from hell, Broadhead has a much lore per capita, as much lore per capita as Salem, Massachusetts. That's putting yourself on a whole level, bro. And I've never heard of Broadhead. No, but I guess if you're only working with 3,000 people. Per capita. That's true. It's all in the words. It's all yeah. see context clues. Read the room, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> and one focal point of Broadhead's ghost stories is the large brick building on 10th Street. Once Broadhead's only school, the old structure has become Broadhead Manor, the local haunted house attraction having traded out students and teachers for strobe lights and jump scares. <laughs> uh, that sounds the same to me, but there are may <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But there may be more than just props and special effects haunting the halls of Broadhead Manor. From tales of phantom children to shadowy apparitions, claims of real ghosts at Broadhead Manor are nearly as common as the frights from the haunted house. Hmm. That You read all that stuff, so I'm going to skip all that. Now we're getting into the now specifics. So first we're going to talk about Broadhead Manor's little girl ghost. Oh, we love it. We love her. One popular paranormal claim to Broadhead Manor is of a little girl who is said to linger throughout the gymnasium. The little girl, named Elizabeth by the building's owners, is best known for her penchant for rolling balls around the gymnasium floor. Previous paranormal investigators have claimed to have spoken to Elizabeth through EVP sessions, though she often seems more interested in playing than communicating. Makes sense. That tracks, yeah. Uh, The Haunted Band Room. The ghost of Elizabeth isn't the only one at Broadhead Manor known for rolling balls. We just really like it here. Uh, (laughs) In the upstairs band room, another ghost is said to roll tennis balls from the tiered platforms of the band room. If you've ever been in a band room, you... Uh, Ah, yeah. So, like, think choir stands or something. Well, there is another choir room. I don't know if it's going to cover it here, but I will... Okay. Uh, The ghost of... Oh, I already read that. That was embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. 
At, at other points, visitors and proprietors have found the band room tennis balls all the way down nearby staircases, but always carefully placed and centered at the bottom of the steps as if the band room specter placed them there specifically. Broadhead Manor's par- Paranormal Principle One ghost of Broadhead Manor has been reported since the days when it was still an active middle school. Throughout, mm. the, yeah, throughout the late 20th century and into today, the ghost of former principal... Car Fisterer, Carl Fisterer, yeah, told awful, you, awful, has reportedly been roaming the second floor hall around his former office. He's often said to stomp around the floor, both in the former office and in the room directly above it. Those who have heard those noises claim it sounds like Principal Fisterer's is trying to keep people out of his workspace. Honestly, when you said the stomping thing, I just think of like kids like stomping and being mad going to the principal's office. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway. The ghostly janitor of Broadhead Manor. Everybody here, well, they're stuck. I don't know. Loved his job. In the school. I don't know. He's dead. He's there. I don't know if he loved it or not. I I mean, if he's stuck around. If that's where they decided to haunt after. I guess that's true because that's where all of their, most of their emotional whatever energy yeah. was. Oh, so stressed. Oh, I don't want to end up in my workplace. Oh, my God. Because stress is, like, my biggest emotion, I think. (laughs) If I have to make coffee forever, I don't know. There are worse things I could do. Uh, I know. In the school's basement, the ghost of an old janitor reportedly lingers around the boiler room and workshop. Oh, no. Is this, like, a Nightmare on Elm Street situation? Uh, I would say yes or no. But I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, for God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pull None yourself of them? together. None I of them. I don't know. I don't Freddy. know. Freddy. Mm-mm. I mean, I've seen scenes and stuff, but like, I weirdly, I saw Freddy versus Jason, which is not, yeah, I know. We watched that at a friend's house at a Across sleepover, the street, and we sure should did. not have watched it at that age. No, <laughs> I don't think. but the thing is, we didn't, I don't even remember finding it scary. No, I thought it was kind of silly. We had we kept pausing it and like getting snacks and stuff. It was very <laughs> whatever. Anyway, it was a sleepover. Yeah. Uh, right. This entity is notably confrontational, confrontational. Sometimes even shoving people who anger him or get too close to a certain room near the boiler. Sounds like a janitor. Sounds like sweepy. No, no. Oh my god. Oh, that was no, I was gonna say it sounded like Nightmare on Elm Street. But yeah, man, Sweepy was He always was mean mugging us. He was And mean. he would sweep your feet if like you were sitting in the hallway at lunchtime and he's coming and through. And not his... in a playful way. No, he he would just bulldoze your feet. Move. <laughs> Some say the Phantom Janitor has claimed the room as his and that he protects it well. Others have reported intense, unwelcoming feelings in the area around the boiler room and workshop, like the janitor is silently telling them to leave him and his space alone. Mm-hmm. Surprising spirits of Broadhead Manor. Surprise. Okay. Oh, on the <laughs> on the top floor of the school. That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Anyway, Get it together. On the top floor of the school, there's said to be a spirit who loves to surprise people. While no one is quite sure who the spirit is, their encounters all have similar claims. The spirit on the third floor is notorious for whispering loudly in people's ears. ASMR before it was cool. Hey, guys. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) 
Those who have experienced this say the ghost seems to wait until their most inopportune or vulnerable time to accost them, whether that's going to the third floor alone or standing on the top rung of a ladder doing renovation work. Mm. That's inconvenient. And then we got some pictures. Wow. It's giving me Waverly. It's giving... That's all Waverly. <laughs> it's giving. It's giving. <laughs> I love the, the giving the, tree. The giving tree. <laughs> you can't see, but I'm doing a really terrible impression of just look up. Like, I'm going to. I'll put it on our yeah, post. The giving tree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in recent years, many paranormal investigations have been performed at Broadhead Manor, resulting in even more paranormal claims. EVPs are said to be captured throughout the building, sometimes accompanied by audible disembodied voices. Unexplainable EMF spikes are also common, especially around the band room and the former cafeteria space in the basement. Broadhead Manor's paranormal buzz. While Broadhead Manor is usually quite busy around Halloween because of haunted house season, the old school stays busy the rest of the year, booking paranormal investigations, photo and music video shoots, and organizing events in and around the property. Paranormal investigations have become increasingly popular at the old school in recent years and not and as are public paranormal events. So while Broadhead Manor may be busiest during haunted house season, the old school building seems to stay just as haunted all year round. Wow. <coughs> Sorry, I like there's something in my throat and I don't know how to like Same, quietly dude. cough. I feel like I've been like this for days. Well, anyway, um, I think that's all that, that website had to say. Yeah. So I watched a YouTube video from what were they called? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Exploration Unknown, which sounds kind of familiar. I don't know if we've done them or not. Yeah, it does. I don't know when, but it does sound They have like a southern, They there's like some southern accent going on there. It's interesting. Um, But I watched their investigation. This was another one. I just kind of stuck with it. Part of me wonders if I should have watched another one. Not that this one was bad, but it just sort of jumped into... (laughs) It's the things that you take for granted. It just jumped into the filming of them talking to some random person. And I had to, again, use my context clues to figure out who they were talking to. I think it is the manor's owner now. Okay. But there was no introductions, no saying like, here's where we're going. Here's where we're starting. This is our little hub. Like, I like those things. Show me those things. I need to know everything. Mm -hmm. So they just sort of start the video by talking to someone we're guessing the owner who talks about oh there's the burp oh man apologies anyway (laughs) (laughs) um so they have this mannequin who i will say it is a creepy mannequin like it's pretty lifelike looking and he has also some ripped fishnets on so i don't know i say he Mm -hmm. you can't assume but (laughs) Uh, in a wheelchair, and they kind of wheel him around during haunted house time, and they just wheel him. (laughs) Um, But they will wheel him to different parts of the manor to try to scare people, like at good corner turns or at the Uh, end of a hallway. In a closet or something. We love it. Yep, yep. Okay, well, they had moved him in front of the entryway of a hallway, so people would turn, see him down the hallway, and be like, yucky, and then go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, They said, I don't know about this place like well, i lost well, my well. fidget dang <laughs> dang it really what was it half a llama now <laughs> oh sorry llama anyway uh, um oh, you made me lose my place what in the world sorry he's oh i don't know about this place and like okay 
what I immediately think of is there. Ow! Used to be a middle. I hit my elbow. Move <laughs> <laughs> the whole mess. computer. Uh, there used to be a middle school here in town that it still exists, but now it's like some kind of housing situation. Oh yeah, it's Warren. We Warren. I tried to think of the name before and couldn't, and I know we brought this up on the podcast. It's yeah, Warren. Warren Middle School, right? That was elementary. But. Ele- oh, it might have been elementary. Point it. Point is that point is I should have <laughs> just boink. kept it. <laughs> you change our P's to B's. Yeah, uh, is that. The building was locked up and no one was supposed to be able to get into it, but did me and you didn't actually. We had Mm-mm. friends who got in. I watched them go in. I'm not just saying that. We really did not go into it. Yeah, the I was too much of a. I acted like I was a hard kid, but I watched other people go in. I said, I'm going to just stay up here, mostly because my roly poly butt would not get back out of that window. <laughs> uh, but people would crawl into the building, stop through like um, a ground level. Window, almost like yeah. like how basements have windows so they can see out it had some of those mm-hmm. and that's how people would get in so i don't know if this building is like that where it's like locked up and nobody's supposed to be able to get in my guess is because it's a haunted house they have to have some kind of like security cameras oh yeah they would know but again there was zero context here this guy was telling them about how they placed this mannequin around the building and they placed him at the end of a hallway the haunts were over for the night shut down they had like two days um where they were just two or three days where it was just closed and the guy came back and said that the mannequin was like perfectly centered in the middle of the hallway Mm -hmm. instead of like in the doorway he's like i didn't put you there Hmm. so he rolled him back into what i eventually found out was there in the choir room and it seems like it's in the basement Mm -hmm. i was like okay but i thought maybe like a cafeteria area but they said choir so okay anyway he rolled him into like i don't know why this seems creepier he rolled him into the closet of the of the choir room facing inside the closet he's just like inside the closet it's giving blair witch yeah and uh so again they had their stuff left for a few days came back he was in the middle of the choir room just staring at the doorway sir yeah and he's like he said after that point i started feeling weird about it he's like so i just don't touch him anymore so he just sits here now and stairs so (laughs) great yeah he looked spooky he looked really real i don't know i didn't like it (laughs) this is my face please unlock trying to get to my notes oh god okay so i said all that for memory and now i gotta find where i'm at in my notes blah 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 okay they said that the owner presumably again said that they did like they do experiment or experience investigations there as well because Uh they know it's haunted and they were doing like a connect session where they found they did get a figure on the connect. And we've had that before. Yeah. But we've never had super responsive figures. Mm-hmm. So they saw this figure and they're like, is that you? And it was kind of, it moved around a little bit. They're like, if that's you, can you like, um, I don't know, make yourself bigger. And it didn't. They're like, if that's you, can you bend over? And then the figure bent over on the connect oh weird so it was like responding to verbal commands weird okay yeah we've gotten some stuff i think of the avon bridge we got something yeah yeah and there was somewhere else i can't remember where it was uh oh gosh maybe um um bobby mackey's Mm, no we didn't have a chance to do that i don't know yeah it wouldn't have been i maybe whisper or um, what was the place in 
Illinois early on the oh come on oh it, there was the like mansion? a pole barn no it was like a pole barn in the house and it said <clears throat> your name and Ashley the Miram livery thank you my goodness <laughs> okay three years of places y'all it gets lost <laughs> I know, you at start some getting point. lost in the sauce <laughs> um he showed them an old embalming table that they that was donated to them by the neighboring funeral home thank you like they used this embalming table and they're like we don't need it anymore so you can use it if we want if you want we don't know if there's anything tied to it uh but here you go just for looks at least Oh, you'll like total side story segue. I'll show you the picture when we're done. But I just read about um, some, I don't know what town it's in, but the funeral home opened up a coffee shop in the funeral home with a, a separate entrance and it's called like the coffin coffee. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I mean, it's... well, that's what was, I have to think of how I should have wrote down what the, the, um, Oh, it was the, the, the funeral home's name mm-hmm. was Newcomer's Funeral Home. And I was like, I no. don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, remind me to show you that picture. It was funny. Okay. Anyway, uh, they brought the embalming table and they're like, here, you can have this, whatever. They had to clean it off in order to use it. Yeah. And they said, I guess, I don't know how embalming tables work, but I guess it makes sense that there's probably like a drain there because oh, yeah. fluids and whatnot. Uh-huh. And they said that like, they had to take that drain off for whatever and hair and things were still coming out oh, of the drain ew. pipe. Yeah. I just got like cold chills. Yeah. Yeah. He said there were some uh, interesting things, but he's like, he said he saw, they start, they were cleaning out and he saw like hair start coming out. And no. Stuff. Yep. No. <laughs> That's creepy. See, that stuff is creepy because like that is tangible, real, nasty. Yeah. I could not work in a funeral home i don't even of all the creepy stuff i like that's like one step that i just don't do death well anyway so i feel like the funeral home is not the place for me (laughs) i don't i've never thought about it but i don't think i would thrive there (laughs) (laughs) no uh anyway so they were talking about this embalming table and that nasty thing and the cameraman is has been working this whole time obviously and he like looks at the embalming table and was kind of doing a pan over it and he comes up and the table is centered on the screen and then the whole screen goes blurry Mm. and it hasn't this entire time like he's been moving around and showing us different things and it hasn't gone blurry yet right except when it hit that embalming table and he made a note he's like my whole screen just went blurry and that usually for me is an indicator that there's something here and they were literally just in the middle of talking about we don't know if there's anything tied any spirits tied to this or not and then it went blurry yeah well so maybe maybe so they used what they called an echo box. Um, okay. It's basically um, spirit box, mm-hmm. g- ghost, things like that. But it was kind of it was kind of cool. I meant to like get more information on that, but just forgot. I've um, heard of it before. It looked cool. It sounded interesting. I would hope it sounds better in real time because I was like I had it turned up and I was listening really closely, and they're hearing things that I was like. You all seem to be in agreement of this thing that you heard that I'm not hearing at all. Some of them I did hear, I'll admit. But there were things that I'm like, either it's just not picking up on the camera or you're all lying. So anyway, so they asked if anyone was there with them. They're still in this like choir room. Um, 
with the which the mannequin is in there like on the other side of the room i was like i would have not done that but okay yeah. which they said because the mannequin apparently likes to travel they also put a light grid on the mannequin just in case he decided to travel <laughs> oh god so we don't like I mean, that smart but... right um they asked if anybody was there with them and they did get a response zach which there's no zach that we heard in the story mm-hmm. but they had only been doing this echo box session for maybe like five minutes, 10 minutes. Uh-huh. And the cameraman's battery said critical and it was already dying. So mm. we all probably know by now that's a good sign of like energy being drained. And like the longer they had this echo box on, the more voices started coming through. Mm-hmm. So he was saying like it started to get kind of jumbled and there were lots of voices but nothing really coherent coming through and he's like i need you all to calm down and talk to me like one at a time mm-hmm. or he's like i just need one of you to talk to me like just talk he might have just said one at a time and the echo box repeated one at a time what? <laughs> and <laughs> what they also have an, an oh emf i was like elf emf setup okay. that's what i wrote um yeah so he's like can not can one of you just talk to me and that's it did that's what he said and then it said one at a time he said yes one at a time please <laughs> Dang. um they had an emf and at this point when that like very coherent sentence almost came through the emf started lighting up and spiking mm-hmm. and uh the guy was like oh is that you touching my green light can you keep touching it and it's it's going and he's like yeah like that's what do you say he's just explaining he's like you can touch you can touch any of our equipment here if you want like you can just touch that emf touch whatever you like and the the echo box said cool (laughs) cool dude thanks pretty much sounds like a zach to me (laughs) right so at this point the emf is regularly spiking so they asked again who was touching it they asked a lot of repetitive questions but it'd be like that for yeah just to confirm continuity so this time they got a mark he said can you touch it again and like instantaneous it lit up Mm-hmm. um oh another creepy one was he told because this is supposed to be a school it was a school and he like there's the janitors the principals again something i don't like a, a negative is in this video they didn't explain any of that i wouldn't have known any of that had i not read the information right um because they just were like who's here and they weren't like we've been told they were like there was a female voice coming through kind of, and they're like, are you the nurse? I was like, what nurse? And they mm-hmm. didn't really mention a nurse on this haunted US. No. Uh, but they didn't mention teachers, the janitor, just nothing in particular. No. So it was kind of, it just felt like we were, you know. Thrown into it. Yeah, just kind of trying to catch whatever we could. Um, He told the kids that, again, that they could play with any of the equipment that they wanted. And then... I said it came through, it sounded like E.T., um, but it was like a garbled little kid when he was like, you can touch anything in this room, you can touch any of our equipment you like, and it goes, thank you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And they all in unison went, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They also got another name, Tristan. Uh, They asked if that's who they were speaking to. Tristan, that's like a newer name. Uh, I don't necessarily think so. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but they said, is that who we're speaking to? And then just like very flat, it's like, no. And they said, oh, okay, well then who's Tristan? Me. And we're like, okay, bro, you gotta stop playing. All right, smarty. 
Um, another name that again, part of me wonders they did. I'm. I've realized when I was reading the notes and putting two and two together, they didn't react in this way. Um, they got a little girl. I think it was the little girl or the little voice that came through and said, thank you. Mm-hmm. They had a name for her that they're like, what's your name? Do you want to know what her name was? Elizabeth. It was Elizabeth. Mm. It came through. They're like, I'm pretty sure it just said Elizabeth. And they're like, yeah, I think so. And like, that was their reaction to it. So I'm like, what? did you guys not do your homework? <laughs> like, I, granted, this mo- this movie, this video is three years old. So, and I mean, that would be 2020. You said this haunted house kind of came to life in 2018. Mm-hmm. So a little bit newer. But I just, I don't know. I feel like there was little to no context going into that video, but I had already committed to the video they also went uh, to other parts of the building, but not a ton. They, like, really focused on this choir room. Um, and it had a lot of views, I guess. May- I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> but there were other other things that they did. It was all kind of the same. They kept using the Echo Box, the EMF. No EVP sessions, just the cameras, which, once again, there was a spot where they were like, I don't know if there's anything in this room, and the guy's camera blurred up again and then came back. So okay. that was like interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did use thermal cameras. There was like a hot spot that kept growing that they couldn't. They, it wasn't tight. There was nothing around it. They're like, we don't know what that's supposed to be. Uh huh. Um, trying to think of anything else. This is why I feel bad. I'm like, I committed to that video, and they really it wasn't giving. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was. I mean, they got some interesting interesting things, and like I said, they didn't get super excited about it, but like. The thank you was cool. Uh, the fact that they picked up an Elizabeth and didn't react to it was annoying because that is pointed. That's that is direct from the history. Yeah, and they well, didn't the story. Yeah, they didn't leave any balls of any kind around, which that seems to be the theme of this place. Um, they sort of a uh, drop the ball, if you will. <laughs> anyway, God, God this is so annoying. <laughs> I hope you know when I when I do that laugh what I'm specifically thinking of are you thinking of a specific person um I guess not oh I think of what's his face from Josie and the Pussycats when no he's like, well it's because yeah you're not wearing any oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> hats <laughs> yes yeah um yeah I don't know now I feel now I fumble because I feel like that's it wasn't giving. That's that's really all they gave There's me. the theme. That's what we're just going to call this episode. It's I know. giving. Which, why? I was it's look- giving. Because <laughs> you're talking about how we, we've been calling it Broadhead, but we said uh-huh. if you call it Broadhead, it's weird. So we can just, it's giving Broadhead. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's the name of this episode. No, because honestly, there are a lot of videos on it. And why I chose this one? beyond me i was looking at my notes and i was like you know what i'm feeling pretty good about this uh the place itself seems haunted like i don't you good over there just catching a whiff yeah i did that rubber cement i'm calling it out well i'm not doing it to smell it i'm playing i lost my fidget this is my new fidget um well have these guys investigated other well you said it was that the uh what was the name of the youtube exploration unknown Okay, so they've this obviously done other. This video had 16,000 views, which like compared to some other videos that we've used, I'm like, you know what? That's not bad. Maybe they've just, if they've been doing this so long, maybe they've gotten, for lack of a better term, lazy. 
Maybe. I mean, that video was three years ago. They have stuff here, some from like six years or ago, five. Oh, okay. Stuff from a month ago. Uh, one month ago, two months newer, ago. Like if that was, well, older as in like they're one of their first investigations. But it's like right in the middle, you know? Yeah. And this was like an hour long video. And I was like, surely. Because a lot of these that I'm looking at are no more than 20 minutes. But it was a lot of it was just hanging out in that chore room, that choir room. <laughs> chore <laughs> And trying to talk to, oh, I guess actually one other thing that I didn't put for some reason was through the echo box. So they're in a choir room or what was the choir room. Mm-hmm. And again, we have no way of knowing if this is true or not because we don't, we are not with these people all the time. We haven't followed them, but they said like, I think I liked the echo box because it wasn't, I don't know how it works because it didn't seem like it was sifting through radio stations Mm -hmm. because there wasn't random commercials or music or anything coming through. It was just voices. It's kind of like voices too, maybe? Sort of, but I'll get to that also. That's another thing that I didn't put down. Maybe I did have notes and I just like... Didn't? Drew a blank. (laughs) I have no idea. Um, But the echo box was... It just sounded like being in a room full of people and you weren't quite catching every conversation. It was just... and And it was like... Gosh, it's really hard to explain. I don't know. Like, we'll look up the echo box later. But it, there was some silence, and then it would be like a turn, like flipping through a station, and you get loud white noise. It's like, and then voices would start talking, and then it get quiet. Okay. And it was, it's very weird. Um, but what did start coming through? Like I said, it's not sifting through radio stations or anything. Was people singing, like kids singing something, some group of people singing. Eee. And they're like, we, and it picked up like twice or three times. And they're like, we've never caught anybody singing on this. There's never been singing like that. And they're in a choir room. Mm-hmm. And it started doing that. Yeah. Which there's, again, there's no way to prove or disprove that. But that is interesting if that's true. Yeah. Uh, the other thing. Oh, you said the spirit box. Yes. Or like ghost tube. I... Uh, I I don't know. There are things that were lacking in this video. Things to learn, what to do, what not to do. One of them was I wanted a list of the equipment that they were using because I thought somebody really just had the audacity to start talking to their phone a certain... Siri. I don't want her to hear me because she hears uh-huh. me all the time. <laughs> and for those of you that have iPhones, I'm just going to say it. When you say her name, Siri. Hello, yeah. <laughs> there's like a ding noise. And um, someone said something... No, there was that ding noise and someone said something and I was like, why are they just using their phone in the middle of this investigation? But they said it was the ding and then they would say something like, uh, who's here with us right now? Mm-hmm. And then Siri's voice would come back and say, Elizabeth. I made that interaction up. But Okay. Yeah. The, and at first I was like, I don't understand what's going on. And mm-hmm. then I, that's fine. And then I realized um, after like the second or third time I was putting together, I heard ding. How many of you are in here? Ding. Two. Like, it was like Siri was their voice, their their spirit box. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Which one of them... Oh, because they were in a room with... They were calling them stat... I mean, I guess they're statues. It was Freddy, Jason, Wolfman, and... Uh, what's the other one? Michael Myers. Okay. <laughs> I know Wolfman's not really like what yeah in that group but anyway they had statues of those and they're like the kids in here like to play with these statues for something and he's like but it's like clockwork they'll 
run around them and play around them. You don't see the statues move, but you just get the feeling that they're playing around them. I was like, I guess. Okay. Um, he said for like an hour or so, and then anytime between eight and 10 o'clock, you hear there's like, you hear steps go upstairs and then they're done. It's like, it's almost like their bedtime, their bedtime's here, playtime's over, time to go home. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they were doing this sort of Siri session around the statues mm-hmm. and I heard the ding. And he's like, do you guys like to play with the statues? And then her voice came in and said, almost. Okay. And which I, it sounds silly, but they're like, well, they almost get like, can't, they can't actually play with them because they're spirits. So yeah, the answer was, and it's that. funny that he was like beforehand, he's like, you never see, like they don't move the statues, but they kind of play with them. And so when he's like, do you play with them? And they said, almost. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're guide slash the owner maybe Uh followed them the whole time too it was giving like other vibes (laughs) you have the giving it's all giving um because i really i didn't even notice he was still there at this point until no it was just kind of odd because let's go back to the quiet room they're down there trying to do this echo box session uh emf session whatever and then they did hear what sounded like a scoot and then a bang. Like, a, I didn't hear. Again, these are things that I didn't hear, but they all were reacting. Right. And they're like, ooh, what was that? And one of the guys stepped away and started to walk to the direction of the sound. And then there, it looks like he woke up from a nap, like, because the guy was wearing glasses and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he comes out like he just, like I said, was woken up from a nap and walks in the door. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, did you just drag something and then like kind of bang something? He's like, no. And they're like, did you hear that? He's like, no. <laughs> and God. it was just really, just really odd. And then it, there was like knocking and stuff. And he, I I don't know. It was just a very, a very weird interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one time that he's like, oh, can you knock for us? And he did the like typical knock right yeah which i hate and there was a moment and you just hear like really quietly and kind of far apart so it was two it was two knocks in i don't know if that picked up on the mic probably it was two knocks Uh in response so convenient wow um but the guy tells them where they are with the statues there's a lot of emf action he's like i don't know why but as soon as you get past these pillars it goes crazy and there's no electricity it starts talking to them about the electricity in the building i'm like Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, and he, I don't know. I don't know how to explain the vibes that he was giving off, but it was something. Anyway, they're near the statues doing this session and I see the camera pan over and you just see his little bald head sitting in a seat watching them like he's watching a TV show. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and making commentary and stuff. I was like, bro, like maybe it's in your contract that you have to be with them. Like they're not allowed to be alone, but it was just very odd that he's just sitting there like, or maybe he was part of the group. I have no idea. Just I there mean, was not a lot of uh, information given. We had that where someone sat with us but did not participate at Moggers yeah. for security reasons. And it did. I mean, I knew them because I worked there at the time, but it still made it a little awkward. I feel like we can't uh, investigate to our full potential when I have an audience like that. Yeah. And maybe that's just me being anxious yeah it probably is (laughs) i mean maybe but it does i don't know it just felt odd uh the way that it was set up so it was giving me the same vibe that this guy was just following them around and watching everything they were doing so 
Yeah. Who knows? Other than those things, was there anything else? The knocking, the statues. They didn't do much else beyond that. So I was like, for an almost an hour-long video, I was a little lost about that. I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like they could have done much more. And maybe I was just missing something. I don't know. Well. But there were a lot of other videos, like I said. I just stick to something and commit to it. Maybe I should have deviated. Well, and I think about investigations where after the fact, we're like, oh, man, I wish we would have done this or used this. The Estes method is one, but we didn't come across it until later. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was an off day. And also having an audience was probably like, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. But just because the video itself was a little lackluster to me, I still feel like they had some interesting things happen. And I do feel like the place is haunted based off of what we read, based off of what I've seen. I feel like there's a lot of potential in this location, given the right environment. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> I mean, it's a bit of a drive, but we could potentially I've go. done it before, I'll do it again. So it's probably like five, out, four hours, five hours. If I would say, because if it's outside of Chicago, Chicago, let's say like two hours or an hour or two. I don't know. It said two hours from Chicago. So okay. I'm willing to say it's like five hours. That's the end. You know what? That's a day drive. Whatever. And we gain an hour. That's maybe. Yeah. I would guess. I would imagine. I think so. Um, I remembered a story I wanted to tell if we're done with the spooky stuff. I think so. That's all okay. I've got. Uh, it's a place that I would like to visit. It seems cool. Uh, it just that was my fault folks i should have found a better video but i do believe that there are spooky things yeah possibly i think it's worth the the check uh and they do have the actual haunted house that they run out of there so that would be anything right. you could do that well dang don't sit me here and tell me you got a spooky ghost and a spooky girl and a spooky principal and balls all over the place <laughs> i know you love that what, what? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Gross. Um, I don't know. It sounds like it's got lots of potential. I just keep saying the same thing. I feel like I would give the place a chance. Seems good to me. Mm-hmm. Now, I mentioned last time in our last episode that I had a, a weird encounter in Wisconsin, and I'm going to tell you about it now. Well, I'm going to make give you the oh, abridged version. Right. Okay. Okay. So I went to Milwaukee with a friend. I actually won tickets to the rave uh club the eagle rave eagle i can't remember what it's called anyway i won tickets to see a band that i really wanted to see like i couldn't even believe it because i don't win nothing <laughs> yeah how did you win them again i signed up online i saw that they were giving away free tickets to a bunch of shows and i like filled out a thing for five or six different shows and secretly wanting that one and i got an email that's like you were selected you won two free tickets and you said this no this ain't real i i said what in the what so it was Mary. It reminds me of my. Oh, sorry. It reminds me of my radio station debacle where I should have just called and said a dangling roller, mm-hmm. but alas. But it was Mariana's Trench was the band, so that's who I went and saw with my friend, and I've liked them for a long time, so I was very excited. And this was pre-COVID, so it was actually the last concert I went to before COVID, and we to save on. Well, I don't know. Okay, so we looked at Airbnbs in the nearby area of the Rave Eagles Club, and there was one just, like, 
two blocks away. And I said, what joy? We can just yeah, like, walk what is there. Happening? Yeah. So we got this Airbnb. We get there. I don't know if y'all have ever been to Milwaukee, but it is um, scary downtown. <laughs> it gets pretty is it scary. like St. Louis? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So we're staying in the ha- this house. And when it's time to get ready to go to the concert, we get dressed, whatever. We walk out of the house. We get just down the block. That's all. We get to the end of the block and all this this big group of people come running out of a building screaming and like chasing this dude. And it's like this huge bar brawl in the middle of the street. And I said, oh, <laughs> so we like went back to the house and got an Uber to drive us like two and a half blocks. Yeah. I was like, this is great. <laughs> so that happened. And then when we left the concert, we had been drinking, whatever. We're like, we're not driving. It's fine. So we had a couple of drinks and our Uber driver, first of all, tried to pick us up. And he's, cause we were asking him, we're like, where's somewhere fun to go around here? And he's like, for you guys. And I know what he meant by that. Like white women, that sounds awful, but that's what he meant. And he's like, there's like a sports bar. And we're like, no, (laughs) no, just forget it. (laughs) Like, we brought drinks with us. We'll just drink in the house and be sad. Right. So um, he tried to pick us up. That was weird. And he's like, well, you know, I can just like take you guys. I'll just clock out. And we're like, no, no, no. That's like a big red flag. No. Right. We get out of the car. We go up to the house to get in. And they have like the electronic lock where you have to punch in a code. I have been drinking. I'm trying. I can't remember the code off the top of my head. So I'm trying to get into my Airbnb information to get the code. And this old dude is walking down the street in like cowboy sh- boots and a hat. And he's an older dude. And he yells at us and he's like, y'all live in that house? And we said, no. And he said, he started saying like he knew some the person who owned the house or lived in the house or whatever. And he was just being real creepy and like walking toward in the middle of the road in the middle of the night. And he's saying stuff about the house. And she's like, Megan, hurry, Megan, hurry. I was like, I'm trying. And I couldn't get the code in. Is giving uh, (laughs) the goofy movie when uh, 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 Bigfoot is coming after Max and Goofy when he tries to get the soup off the hood of the car. And Mm -hmm. he's like, Dad, hurry up. (laughs) Yeah. So he's like sauntering toward us. And he's like, I used to know, I knew the people who lived in that house. And my friend, God, right as I get the door open, she goes, oh, well, then they're probably dead because he was this old guy. And she's like, they're probably dead then. And slammed the door shut. I said, why would you say that? Why? (laughs) So we locked like every lock in the house. And there were other people staying in the house that night. And like who had booked the other rooms and i'm like why would you say that yeah i mean we were on the second floor but we were like looking out the window the whole night and just terrified of that was there like i mean could you hear the other people were they um i i just listen when i do airbnbs i'm really particular and i want to have like the whole thing to myself literally we just recently booked airbnbs for uh the wedding coming up and there, one of the Airbnbs I looked at that I liked said it was a guest suite above a garage, and I said, "Not good enough." Oh <laughs> Lord, dude, I have, I have booked just rooms and somebody's house, and they're in the house with me, and I just as long as there's a potty and I can shower or something, I have done that. Okay, well, okay, I guess that's true. I did do that at an Airbnb in Kentucky 
uh, before we went to Madison, Indiana, which is very pretty in the wintertime. We've got apparently Maddie's family goes every year. So I've gone like two or three times with them. But mm-hmm. we did stay in a room there. And it felt weird because it's like the whole family is there. We woke up one morning. They were cooking breakfast in their kitchen. But we had like a tiny little kitchenette thing with a hot plate and stuff that I <laughs> almost killed us with. Oh, God. <clears throat> no, it wasn't too bad. But anyway, um, yeah, it was like you walk in the front door and you turn to the left and there is a bedroom with like a little kitchenette and a full bath attached. Mm-hmm. And it just felt weird. Like, luckily, we didn't have to go through the house. I think that's the thing that made it feel less weird. And she did leave a note and gave us a five star review and said that it's like they were never even here. They were such they were the best. <laughs> yeah, I know. Spoilers. We were never there. Just kidding. <laughs> but she was she was very nice she's like they were the nicest like the cleanest blah 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 they were so good you'd never even know they were here Mm -hmm. that's leave it better than you found it that's common sense folks yeah yeah but this airbnb it was a lesbian couple that booked the room by us i because we ran into them while we were going to the concert (laughs) yeah and we're like hey (laughs) and said like a quick hi to them and you didn't do the head nod did you no i don't know it was like we're on the Don't second give them floor the wrong and idea. <laughs> our our rooms are oh that's right because i'm staying with my friend uh, yeah this girl yeah and it's like no not like that but um, that's a thing the lesbian head nod is a thing go look it up <laughs> okay then i don't think i gave the nod okay good but our rooms were like on opposite end of the hall and then the bathroom was in the middle and we shared the bathroom so that okay. was fine but yeah i was only there for a night so that's i wasn't looking for anything grand i said i literally just want somewhere to crash after i have gone to a concert and drank that's, <laughs> that's true. all i want that's true no i had heard that story but now the listeners have so yeah wow. now you know so if you want to go to wisconsin if you want to go to milwaukee just it just pay for the uber just and pay for the lyft uber's problematic from what i yeah recall and yeah. <laughs> anyway that's all that's my story hopefully you like wisconsin and i didn't need any cheese <laughs> you didn't need any cheese you dummy I don't believe I ate in Wisconsin. No, we woke up with hangovers and we went and got breakfast and it was a Sunday and a lot of places were closed, but we found one place and I had like the biggest breakfast burrito of my life. Oh, I have a picture (laughs) of it. It was so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, now that we haven't talked about ghosts for like five minutes. Sorry. uh, Sorry. No, it's fine. We are so, gosh, what did I, I said this was coming out the 21st, 21st. So we will have an ain't that just the way doesn't it work out like that so the next week will be our last episode of the month yes which is the last state in the list Mm -hmm. and then we will have a place that we've been and then we will either we'll do a place that we've been or um we may do something special i don't know we'll talk because we missed our anniversary that's what i'm trying to get at yeah eventually I don't know. That just feels nice. There's something nice about coming to a close on the states on the end of a month. Mm-hmm. And we get to start October. Oh, our birthday. Ooh, month. maybe we'll. Yeah, lots of planning. Lots of planning to be had. October is our time to shine. Mm. Yeah. When, and this comes out the day before Libra season starts. True. Oh my gosh, we are almost there. <laughs> it's our time. It's our time, just all around. <laughs> our time to shine. All right. Well, we'll see you next week for the very last episode of the alphabet oh my god okay and then we'll tell you what we're gonna do after that (laughs) yeah okay okay bye bye thanks for listening mixing editing and music is by kelsey ingram our cover art is done by both of us visit our website at or so they say pod.com you can find links to our facebook instagram twitter and tiktok all at or so they say pod 
If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash or so they say pod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you next week. week.